welcome to episode 27 of Big Boss Battles, Big Boss Babble. Here with me is Dan. Hello. And George. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Now, what we're going to talk about today, what with uh, Ready Player One uh, coming out soon, or it may be out now by the time you hear this, I'm not exactly sure when it comes out, we're going to talk about video game movies from the past. Or the past, and if you're not from Yorkshire. Yeah, I'm not sure why I said it like that. I'm not from Yorkshire. I'm an Essex boy. Ducks. Ducks at the bus stop. (laughs) Here you are, lad. Right. Yeah, so video games. Uh, Video game movies, I should say. Is Ready Player One sponsoring this episode? Unfortunately not. That would be quite nice to get some of that Spielberg money, but no, it's it's not happening. The magical Spielberg money that manages to get 12 and 15 rated movies released as PG. Oh, Ooh, that Somebody sounds ha- like a contra- bit of controversy there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save this for the Big Boss Battle movie podcast that we don't do. Okay, fair enough. So, some beef against Spielberg there. What's that all about? <laughs> Look at Jurassic Park, man. Look at the rating. How it's did that rated, happen? It's a great movie, that's why. Well, no, to be honest, I do agree. I do agree with him though that for, for being the rating it was, there was a guy being ripped in half by a T Rex and things of that nature. It, it is a bit a, odd. It should have been a fifteen. It had more violence in it than Lord of the Rings. Lord of the oh, Rings had ki- violence kids, in it, but Lord of the Rings cut away at the right times. Nobody ever kids got get that in video games half. all the time now. <laughs> yeah, video games that they also shouldn't be playing technically. Don't you know, video video games cause violence, people. God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously. I'm glad we sorted that out. There you go. Still can't believe you did that. <laughs> anyway, yes. So, if from my era, if video games influenced our behaviour, we would enjoy it fumbling around in darkened rooms, eating pills, dancing to repetitive music. Hang on. That's a Marcus Bridgestock <laughs> joke, isn't it? Duh. Yeah, I think so, maybe. Yeah, that's a Mr. Bridgestock, definitely, yeah. <laughs> We were going to talk about nice things today. <laughs> yes, we are, Dan. Damn you and your con- controversial opinions. Sorry. But, I mean, obviously there, there could be some controversial opinions on your opinion of video game movies. Obviously, it's a mixed bag, going from bad to worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> generally That's not speaking. fair. I no. mean, to be honest, not, they're on, all on, terrible. On. They're all terrible. I think we can agree to that, right? See, I wouldn't say they're all terrible. I I really enjoy the the Resident Evil films. Oh wow! Now I will admit that they don't really follow the Resident Evil games in any particular way. But for a, for a bunch of zombie action flicks, they're pretty cool. <laughs> I, I liked the first one, and then just I think it derailed from but, there. But let's let's be perfectly honest. The first one was really good until they yeah. got the laser scene done, and then after that, it didn't really matter. Yeah, you just turned it off after that. It's not yeah. going to get better than that, is it? Someone becoming chunks. That's, we'll just, that's we'll it. Just and, continue. Then, and then it's like they knew that that was the big bit because later on, when they went back to the room, they were like, the chunks are gone. That's weird. And they were like, yeah, something, yeah. something, something must have done that. It's like, oh, we'll cover that in a sequel 17 movies later, and they're still like, I don't know, it was mice or something. I know, because they've was... had animated ones as well, haven't they, in that, in that series? I don't know if it's with the same characters. They've definitely done right, uh, okay. CGI versions. 
Yeah, I remember the sequel to the Resident Evil movie having, uh, what was his name, that big, stupid zombie monster, and it was just a mask, and it looked awful. And Tyrant. Was it Tyrant? Is it Tyrant? Tyrant? Oh, my Tyrant God. The then there was Nemesis, which is what oh, they, were, I, they were injecting Matt with that. I think, I think it was Nemesis in the second one, wasn't it? Uh, I, I, I didn't actually watch the rest. Oh, yeah, well, it was awful. It was because awful. Because I wasn't impressed with the first one, to be honest with you. But, uh, the, the, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I shouldn't comment because yes. I've not seen them, but I wasn't impressed, particularly with the first one, and from what I'd seen of the further ones, I continued to be not impressed. <laughs> well, we also up. have... Go on. I was going to say, we also have Tomb Raider coming out, by the way. I... Another one, yeah. Yeah, two, uh, 2018 Tomb Raider. I'm guessing it doesn't have Chris Barry in it as... No, you see, that's why it's going to be rubbish. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Barry makes anything watchable. <laughs> which is which is weird, because... I don't know, yeah. He is a funny person. Just plays a he specific is. set of characters. Which but is yeah, seemingly mean, absent I'm... from TV these days. He's a bit like an Alan Partridge, of the characters he plays. So. Yeah. Well, obviously, he still does Red Dwarf. Series yeah, 12 course, was only just finished on that. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about video game movies. <laughs> if they make a Red Dwarf game other than the mobile one, then this would tie in. But but no, go on. Would. Go on. I, I think there was one a long time ago, you know. What, a Red like Dwarf a, game? Like a, a, a almost Dwarf, like a text a Red, adventure, a, I think. A Red Dwarf point and click. Actually, now you've said that, yes, that rings a bell. Like there was a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy one. Yeah. But if they made a graphic adventure or a point and click adventure game in the Red Dwarf universe, I'd be over the moon. Yes, we, yeah, we've talked about that before. That would, that would be absolutely we fantastic. Have, and if we talk about it a third time, it might happen. These are the rules, <laughs> especially if you're looking in a mirror. Yeah, is that the rule, is it? You That's... look in a mirror, say a game you want... Oh, I'm gonna just, but obviously, I'm guessing it doesn't work for Half-Life. Because <laughs> it's a third one, and if you say a three three times, that becomes a nine, and it this, just goes this weird. Is it. it doesn't work. Nine's not a good number. Yeah. Official. Official. But then again, you say nine's a bad number, but three is the magic number. So three is the magic number. Yeah, but three lots of magic. That's not good, is it? That is true. No. Three lots of what magic. What are you guys babbling three, about? Three is a crowd, isn't it? You don't want a crowd of magic, <laughs> do you? Not in a small, confined space. That could be very dangerous. Yes, I think, it's, I think it's called a, a gaggle of magic <laughs> a gaggle. at that point. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's dangerous even before the geese show up. <laughs> Right, we we need to stop before we confuse the American any further with our inane babbling. Oh, I'm, I'm thoroughly confused. Don't even worry about it. I'm just I'm cross-eyed by now. Yeah, anyway, so the, so the new Tomb Raider apparently is a, is around fifty percent on the critical rating scale. So it doesn't seem it's going to be brilliant. Not a surprise. It's a, it's a very hard series to adapt, but then I suppose, as this podcast will probably establish, it's hard to adapt games to movies anyway, because ca- players are used to, or sorry, because games are designed to have players control the character, and so it's very hard to watch a slice of, you know, characters in action. Yeah, very true. Very true. I mean, the only the only games that I can think of making good films now... Would be the the sort of the narrative adventure games, which funnily enough, something like Gone Home or something like that. Gone Home would make a perfect movie. 
Because it, it, it would be able to hit all the same information that you get in the game. It would be quite different, but yes, I understand. I understand what you mean, like Dear Esther as well. But yeah. it w- they would very much be art films. Oh, very much so. Yeah. But they would be good art films. Uh, I I thought you were going to say things like uh, the Telltale games, but the Telltale games, ironically, do are all based around TV programs and things anyway. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> and and the outlier is obviously when they did the Borderlands series, which got very mixed reviews compared to things like the Game of Thrones one and the obviously the Walking Long Running Walking Dead one. So yeah, well, obviously they did <clears throat> Minecraft as well. Yes, which but Minecraft is a bit different because there is literally no story in Minecraft, so they could literally do whatever they wanted. And they got a bunch of comedians on who are very talented voice actors and, and actresses and YouTubers, and yeah, that as well. And yeah, they just and and it's a money fountain that everybody knows the name of. Like, there's never going to be a Minecraft too. Like, it's just going to keep evolving. It's going to be a constantly a constant evolution. It's it's a Pac-Man. It's a Tetris. You know. People yeah. will just be comparing things to it. There will never Although be a there, game there that was a transcends it until yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was nobody, a Pac-Man two, and the, no, le- the less said about it, the better. <laughs> nobody talks about Tetris two and Pac-Man two, though, do they? <laughs> Not particularly. Te- what was Tetris two? Probably columns. What was its gimmick? No, there was an actual Tetris 2, but I can't remember what it was. There was a gimmick to it, though, because there's been loads. There was Tetris Plus and Tetris the Grandmaster and all, all kind of weird, buddy things. But we don't talk about them. No. <laughs> Let's it's weird, at... though, because even though, even though Tetris came out way before the Game Boy version, the Game Boy version is that version that everyone knows. Yeah. Because it came with every single damn Game Boy. <laughs> the music as well helped. But yeah, yeah, it did. Korbelinski. Mm. But anyway, so particularly terrible video game movies. Actually, let's go for the opposite side. What is your favourite video game movie, and why is it Mortal Kombat? <laughs> I love this question <laughs> because that question always shows up. I always, I always see that kind of loaded question when it's geared towards the Mortal Kombat movie, and I don't remember the Mortal Kombat movie, so I'm probably the worst person to interrupt you to start this conversation off uh i quite as i get older i quite like the street fighter movie i think it's really good terrible great terrible I've abysmal always kind of your favorite is your favorite <laughs> it's it's so good Good God! Sorry, it's so bad that at the same time it's it's good. It's it's literally like when you see a college production and you're like, "This is funny." I'm laughing because, you know, they know that they're doing a bad job of this. They know that this isn't going to happen, and, and there was. But be, it, at the same time, it had something that a lot of video game movies lack, which is that kind of '80s cheese. You know, we. You know, we watched, we grew up, I suppose, the three of us at least, watching these cheesy, terrible 80s action movies with one-liners and, like, you know, Schwarzenegger being like, remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied. And, you know, just stuff like that. And obviously even the Bond movies, I suppose, with Connery stuff being on repeat, with these kind of one-liners. And Street Fighter very much managed to capture the arrive at the right time that it could still get away with having that kind of 80s level of cheese you could get away with having some really bad video effects and some really really bad you know makeup effects i suppose really 
And, yeah, so I, yeah, I, 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 I think I, I remember Blanca from yeah. the Street Fighter movie. Oh my god, this is it. It was yeah. just a dude who was painted green, and I think he had orange. Hair. He looked awful. Exactly, it did look bad. But you could get away with that, and you could get away with the fact that it's like no, oh, no, they, no. They were a camera crew, but actually, no. oh my god, they were the characters from Street Fighter. Who knew? I mean, I knew obviously because they're going to be in the. But, but yeah. But the, the thing, the thing that got me is as well is is a way they they shoehorn the story to create stuff like that, like Blanca, sh- for example. They shoehorned so, everything. <laughs> so, so Blanca, obviously in the games, was a guy that a, a kid who fell out of a plane into the Brazilian jungle or whatever, and then grew up with animals and became Blanca. But in the film, it's. Guile's friend Charlie, who's in some of the Street Fighter games, yep. who gets medically experimented on uh, to become Blanca, and his Blanca's meant to be some kind of super soldier. But then, taking it even further, he's being experimented on by an Indian doctor who becomes <laughs> who becomes Dao Sim when he, all his clothes get burnt off. <laughs> Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, when, it's, it's, it's very odd. But it does kind of come together at the end. When we're under pressure... You know, we can go through a lot of stuff, you know. So there's there's been very, very few times where my clothes has been burnt off where I haven't <laughs> gained the ability to stretch my limbs and become very introspective and fight people. So what you're saying is, if I burn my clothes off, I gain stretchy limbs. Can't guarantee it's the same for you. Ah, uh, right, okay. Suppose <laughs> it comes down to genetics, then I suppose. <laughs> Risky business. It's the type of thing you can only test for once. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, why is Blanca green again? Uh, it's I know, just related. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I don't know why they say it's green. Whether he's just <laughs> he's just picked up the tint, this green tint from the jungle or something. I don't know. Green is an odd color to color a character, and if you want them to be this weird electric beast but i suppose what you're gonna do you know is it better than blue though you know champion edition player two blanker oh to be honest i was gonna say <laughs> you could use blue instead because that would work and then you get electric. into the super street fighter games and you had like eight different colors so <laughs> <That's> <laughs> one of which was basically flesh colored and it by that point you were so used to blanker being green it looks really odd <laughs> <laughs> that's him as charlie yeah maybe so but right. then but then you have a game like Street Fighter Alpha 3, where Charlie and Blanca are in the same game, and then it all breaks down. <laughs> so so before we, shift on, wow. before we shift on to other people, right, uh, I, I want to mention a couple of other uh, game movies that I've watched, because they might crop up later, they might not. So I watched the Doom movie. I think I saw that in Oh, cinema. Lord. And that was pretty cheesy, but at the same time, it was Doom. And there was that cool first-person shooter section. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Doom was was fairly cheesy and, ge- and a generic action movie, yep. and it had, it. It. Oh, well, it had Rocket, and Dexter Fletcher in it. I had in it and Dexter Fletcher in it, which yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. Said about that, the better. But then, yeah, it's just at the end, yeah, they, they do that first-person thing, and you're like, yeah, right, that is, that's pretty the whole damn cool. Thing's worth it now, exactly. <laughs> yeah. On on the subject, of the Rock, obviously, he's in the Rampage movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's coming up. Uh, but let's not talk about that more. That could be interesting. Rampage is a game that's so old now that you could probably do anything to it and get away with it. 
Yeah. I should think. Uh, it's <laughs> well, sure, be the concept of Rampage to... was always it's kind of King Kong with his mates. Yeah, pretty much, wasn't it? So, yeah, this you person's do anything a lizard they want. And you basically just eat people in the bathtub and don't eat the electric people. <laughs> uh, so, I also saw the Silent Hill film, which got pretty weird. But The first one or the second one? Uh, the first one, I think. The one where Sean Bean was in the film, but didn't yeah. need to be in the film. And, and want... didn't die. Yeah, yeah because he, <laughs> he'd never went into Silent Hill. He just walked around with oh, yeah. Tim Coates going, Hey, I can't find my family. Where are they? And at the end it was like, still can't find my family. And it was like, the end of the film. I must admit though, with Silent Hill, I, I, I enjoyed the Silent Hill movie... And I'd, I've never even really played the Silent Hill games, but I have seen them, and I think the Silent Hill movie gets the look of the game. A foggy movie. Perfectly. Horror, horror, horror. Well, but even that bit where she's in the bathroom and they do that transform into the Silent Hill world and everything starts flaking off and burning up and things. It just, it, they get the look of the game. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, Silent, Silent Hill wasn't bad. Silent Hill 2 was a bit weird, but the first one was, was, was cool. So Is that the one where some lady gets like her skin just ripped off, or is that the first one? I forget. The, the first one, she's uh, there's the police officer who's uh, she's like crucified and then burnt alive. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, outside pyramid pyramid head starts doing all weird stuff, and that's kind of like just, the low point of the movie. I remember pyramid head like literally just grabbing somebody's skin and ripping it off like a band aid at some point. Yeah, that <laughs> like that was. Thing. Ridiculous. Yeah, that might be the first one. It it was a little bit extreme at times, but I I think I agree with Terry that it it captured the feel of the of the game. Uh, a, another one I've seen that I actually kind of quite enjoyed was the Hitman movie. So I played which one? The, once again, the first one. Uh, okay. This was Timothy Oliphant rather than Rupert surname. Ah, uh, so you're actually talking about the 2015 one. Oh no, hang on. 2007? Yeah, did he, did he play that character in both films? No, 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 there was a different bloke in the second one. Uh, Rupert something. Pretty sure it was Rupert something. Should've Fair done, enough. Should have done my research. But Timothy Oliphant was in the uh, earlier one. And it was it was basically a... Transporter movie. You know the uh, Jason Statham series? Yep. Where there's this guy who just manages to kill his way through everyone and do ridiculous things like, oh my god, I've been tied to a vehicle that's been sunk underneath a lake and yet here I am with a parachute in the boot so I can release the air from the tyre of my car and survive. You know, and yeah, it, it was that really. So it, it wasn't a very good Hitman video game movie, but it was a pretty good, once again, I suppose, 80s cheesy look at what this ridiculous person is doing now movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I suppose finally, so I can let other people talk, I did watch the Postal movie and it was so terrible that I forgot that there was a Postal game and was laughing at how bad the movie was. But the movie was at the same time quite self-aware that it was bad, which I believe even included the director of the movie getting killed in the movie, which is well, Yubal, yeah, who plus... obviously was, I believe he was probably dressed as a Nazi, knowing 
Monkey Bowl. But yeah, plus uh, obviously the fact that they had a crane crashing into the World Trade Center as well. <laughs> I don't even remember any of that. It was it was just a numb numb time and a mindless film. But you know that one, I suppose that was so separate from from the game that it just ex- existed as kind of one of those pulpy. Sh- movies that you'd leave on TV like Mega T-Rex versus Arachnophobe yeah. dinosaur well, obviously, jelly we, we, we kind of we know Beast. that Uwe Boll doesn't even like games he just buys up these things and he hardly knows anything about the games with the films that he makes as opposed to it was just like this guy goes mad and just goes just does silly things and he just made a movie about that i watched uh i watched blood rain actually i mentioned silent hill earlier i mentioned uh kim coates and he was in the blood rain movie and the blood rain movie was terrible awful absolutely ridiculous i mean like it ranked you know, it wasn't. Oh, do, do, do. I mean, I, I'm, I'm the person that watches those weird Dungeons and Dragons live-action movies that they do every so often. Which I like the first one. Which one was the first one? Uh, the one with uh, the kid from uh, from Lois and Clark. What was it? What was that movie called? I think it was just Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, fair. I've not seen that one. I'm talking about like when people started pumping them out really cheap for sci-fi channels. Uh, ah, okay. With like, hello, yes, I'm obviously a lizard man. Uh, hello, mine's had, a, all, all mine's had a Wayans brother in it. <laughs> oh, right, no, 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 nothing as high profile as that. I promise. Uh, I can sit and watch that mindless stuff for, for days. High profile, lowbrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I describe the Wayans brothers. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I, I can sit and watch that mindless stuff for days. But uh, but yes, let's move on to someone else now that I've embarrassed myself thoroughly. Oh, okay, my turn, my turn. Um, I just want to comment. Yeah, my best friend said, like, oh my God, Blood Rain's going to be the best movie ever. He actually dragged me to the theater, paid for my ticket, and made me watch that terrible film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not even unnecessary nudity could save that movie. It was just awful. But uh, I can top Dan because my movie, I think, is probably the most hated movie. But for some reason, it's just a movie that I just kind of love personally. And that's the Super Mario movie. <laughs> I completely forgot to mention it. You know what? I completely that, agree with George. I love that film. That's getting better. With, that's that's another one like Street Fighter, in my opinion. That's just getting better with time. You know, I, I, I yeah, it's so hard to adapt Mario to to film that whatever they do it's it's going to be unsatisfactory so let's face it why not get dennis hopper and the you know and put people through a machine and you know and And make their lives miserable for (laughs) six or seven months or whatever it was i heard this described once as uh, this 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 film is as if terry gilliam did it and I can completely agree with that statement because it is completely bonkers. It is as if somebody gave a script to Terry Gilliam and then he fed it through the tele- Terry Gilliam machine and it spat out. The- yeah, because like you say, Mario is not really a game that you can do a live-action interpretation of, especially back then. There was, I mean, this was 1993. Yeah. This was, you know, I think Super Mario World had only wow. just come out on the SNES. So there wasn't this massive lore and a massive abundance of characters like there is now. It was just literally Mario, Luigi, and the princess and Bowser. 
And Yoshi. Yoshi was and, there. Well, Yoshi was there as well, yeah. But Kind yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ter- terribly... A, a terrible uh, puppet, Yoshi. <laughs> but, okay. but I mean, but you bring, but you bring that up. The, I, I appreciate it just because of the amount of um, you know links Stupidity. and Easter eggs and you know references <laughs> that they managed to cram into that movie. Everything is there. You I just have to it. look for it. I remember as a kid, like the scene where they show you the king and he's like this big giant snot monster that scared yeah. the crap out of me when i was a kid <laughs> yeah he got turned into this big yeah yeah the fungus yeah i'm looking and forward he... to uh running this podcast on the site as the b3 team defend marion brothers <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not defending it i mean obviously it's 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 just it's like you said it's god awful but it becomes it's gotten to that point where you kind of appreciate it now that you're older. I mean, at least I, like you said, like a Street Fighter, it's just, it's still awful, but it's something that's so awful that it became good. You say it's and awful, it's, but uh, once I've kidnapped the Queen of England, I'll be able to sell Super Mario Bros. Uh, DVDs for 10 <laughs> British pounds. Oh. <laughs> uh. See, it worked better the other day when you were talking about Dandos. You stretched that Street Fighter reference bit too far then. Yeah, sorry. It was the wrong way around, <laughs> wasn't it, really? It was, but, yeah. But that is a reference that I am willing to, to use continually. And I am so surprised that the internet isn't all over that. Uh, <laughs> I have one more movie up my sleeve I don't think anybody remembers. Um, does anybody remember the Wing Commander movie? Oh, oh that was pretty much the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the only one, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the f- the first video game movie. Oh, I, I have no idea. I don't think so. It would have been very early. Uh, I'm looking at it. according to this. 99. Yeah, 99. quite late then. Well, I mean, I suppose with the, with the amount of FMV that the Wing Commander games had, Is that most Freddy of them Prince pretty Jr. much had a... Yes, yes, yes. And Matthew Lillard. I can see David Suchet here. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie, actually. Like, if you sit down and watch it, it's not a bad movie. It has a plot. There's a middle. There's a there's an end. It's not a bad movie. People hated it, though. <laughs> yeah. Like I say, with, with how much FMV were in the Wing Commander games, they pretty much had a movie in every game anyway. You just had little interactive bits between them. So, yeah, I'm not surprised at that. Got a movie. And it was pretty much pretty well done. Uh, let's I mean, see. We also terrible, have, but we al- yeah. we also have other classics like the uh, Dead or Alive movie. I heard about that. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Again, same friend. I hate him. Um, <laughs> and of course, we have the Warcraft movie. What did everybody think of that? Hey, now I heard that the Warcraft movie was exceptionally good, and I've got a lot of respect for the director, but I haven't seen it yet. I, I did see the it, I did see the interview uh, where a fan of the game representing the BBC interviewed them and got up and walked out part way through. But then I see a lot of people who have a lot of you know got a lot of enjoyment from that game uh, movie. So I don't know. I uh, I'll watch it someday. It, 
Yeah, it reminds, I haven't seen it either. I see it as something that is technically a very impressive film, but it probably falls down on the, on the story because well, there's, there's too much in War, in Warcraft to to be able to put a cram into a movie. See, that's the problem. They kind of they, they what they like what they did is they what I like to call the Game of Thrones effect. They threw a lot of names and like kingdoms and factions and a lot of stuff at you that if you weren't a fan, you were like what. And confused throughout the entire film. But if you kind of knew the lore and if you kind of knew everything about like the universe itself, it was a decent movie, but just, it was just too much for two hours. But that's, and it's just, that's going to be a problem with a lot of games because old games didn't have any bloody plot and now they lay it on thick even when it's not needed. And yeah. so there's no middle ground. It's so it must be so hard to try and translate a game that somebody can spend thirty hours playing into an hour and a half. Yeah, I suppose it it depends because a lot of games, even when they have story, you know the the interactive parts of the game, if you were to put it into a film would probably just be a very quick little sequence. It wouldn't be like half an hour killing a boss. You might have a, a two-minute battle in a film or something like that. So, I don't know. You might be able to condense it down. I suppose if it's very, very overstory heavy, and something like Warcraft, which has lore that goes beyond one game, and there's this whole thing behind it, it's a bit, it's a bit more difficult. So we'll do a rapid-fire round later. I've got an idea for a rapid-fire round. We'll, we'll do that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. But but uh, yeah, Terry, tell us about your uh, Mortal Kombat that you want to talk about. <laughs> well, the, the thing I like about Mortal Kombat Wrong. is that <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, I I think out of all the video game movies that have been around, it is the closest to what the game would be and what the sort of story and lore of the game is as well. You know, there's no there's no real mucking around. It gets straight into it. It introduces a few characters. You know, Liu Kang ends up in, in Japan in a monastery because his brother's been killed by Shang Tsung, it turns out. Then it flips to Johnny Cage on a movie set and all this kind of stuff. And then they all turn up at this boat. And you, you meet Shang Tsung and he mentions the Mortal Kombat tournament. They go there. There's a bunch of fighting and stuff. And there's there's it's not overly story heavy. It's just... People go to an island to compete in the Mortal Kombat tournament. It's for the planet or whatever because they've won nine out of ten. They need to win, and then there's just a bunch of fight sequences between all the different <laughs> characters of the game. So is it is it it's, just is it is it just Enter the Dragon but with Mortal Kombat characters? Yeah, pretty much. Kind it's, of, yeah. That's fine. There is just a bunch of fights. That's fine. They should do that with Tekken. Yeah, it's a shame they couldn't keep it up with number with the second Mortal Kombat film. But the first Mortal Kombat film is, I mean, yes, it is very basic in its premise, but it it is just Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and I think the strength of the and I can't believe I'm going to say this the strength of the first Mortal Kombat movie is that it kind of kept things as real as possible. I mean, it had that you know outworld element, and it had like Shang Tsung sucking sucking somebody's soul out of their body, but it kind of kept it as real as possible. Whereas the second one just kind of went completely off the rails. Yeah, it, <laughs> it just lost like, its mind. In the first one, I like the fact that every now and again you've got a tiny snippet of audio from the actual game. 
like um like reptiles in the in the movie and he's actually a proper like a, a shape-shifting lizard and at one point he gets th- <laughs> he gets thrown back into like a, a the open chest of a corpse that's being pinned up in overworld and you yep. just hear reptile and it, and he just morphs into a proper like ninja with a green suit like reptile is and i was i was, I was when i first saw that when i was a kid i was like yes <laughs> But yeah, the, it's, the it's best, just a pure nostalgia film for me. I loved it when I was a kid, so I, I still do. The best part of that movie is uh, Kerry uh, Takagawa, the guy who played Shang Tsung. That guy is yeah. so awesome. When he says flawless victory, it makes you tingle. <laughs> or was it just when it was you, you weak, pathetic fools? He says that as well, because that's a classic Mortal Kombat yeah. line. And yeah, yeah, he plays that so good. I do love it. So, Dan, your 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 quick fire. Why there, go on. This should be a good one. Okay, so games that can be adapted to films, and why not? Let's go. FTL. So got... FTL faster than light. I've not played it, so I can't really say anything. Sure, so that's based. It's Star Trek. That's what that is. <laughs> So, what's the joy of FTL, right? It's it's playing it again. It's having those different experiences, yeah. So it doesn't translate. Yeah, am I right? Although, having actually having Ooh. having said that, right? Just just I'm just putting this out there. Who remembers the Cluedo film? That was great. Clue, yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, you see, oh, so, one of the best. So how about one of, with if the optional was the FTL endings? with a bunch of different endings? <laughs> No, a good With one oh my character God. running around like a crazy lunatic on a spaceship explaining all the different endings. Tim Curry at his best. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I can't believe I forgot that movie. That is one of the best. It's such a great movie. I need to watch that. And that's, 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 that's a movie based on a game, not a video game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. A board game. But then we have to bring up battleships and we're not going down that route. Oh, God. That was my next one. No, <laughs> it's been done. No, no, it has been done. Yeah, it had Rihanna in it as well, didn't it? They, they literally went. Yeah, and Liam Neeson. Yeah. Who I'm sure at some point said, "You sank my battleship." Uh, so, <laughs> what's the question? Games that need to be made into movies? Is that the question? Well, you know what we, you know, I built up to that, but, but no, let's talk about certain games that can't be turned into into movies because of oh, you know the Binding elements. of Isaac yeah yeah oh damn what because of the <laughs> damn because <laughs> he's a naked crying baby yeah I, I... It, it could work as an adult animation if they kept the, the art style they could probably no, get away with it straight up live action that just can't happen <laughs> that's live action with a walking fetus killing things with its tears but, exactly that's but, just terrifying that's that's some Japanese horror crap right there I've, I bought Binding of Isaac on launch and I've still not got round to to booting it because every time I'm like imagery no it's fine they've already got my money it's okay and yeah. um, uh Similarly, though, Zelda wouldn't translate well. The adventure. But they are. Yeah, apparently. They Netflix are. is making it. Are they going yeah. to... Is he going to fight through eight dungeons and then... Well, no, I see, I think... I, see, I disagree with you here. I think Zelda is a game that that could work purely because there's been so many different Zelda games and, and there quite a lot of them have been done in different ways. 
and with Breath of the Wild completely flipping the the way things work, it's one of those things that has generally a big world, and you know it's it's a simple premise. Man in green suit kills monsters, saves princess. It's a it's a simple premise, and it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's a simple premise. They've already got a world. You know, you could have the Temple of Time, and you've got Hyrule Castle and Hyrule Market Field, and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, you've got all the set pieces already there, and they could pretty much do anything with it. It's a simple premise, though. You're saving the princess, defeating Ganon. Done. Well, it's been very like hush. I haven't heard anything about it since like they announced like a year ago, I think. But yeah, they are making a Legend of Zelda show for Netflix as a show. And I, th- I think it's going to be even live action. If they record the whole series, they could like, you know, like how the Sonic the Hedgehog show was actually quite good. Dungeon per episode, then. Dungeon per episode. I love it. Where do I sign? <laughs> dungeon so per episode what a twist there's 12 yeah. episodes so and obviously they're doing mario as well mario is is being made into a film but that's going to be animated but, yeah that's gonna be animated so that that's perfectly fine yeah <laughs> as, as as long as they keep charles martin eh? because i know they have you know when they do films like this they always have a tendency of going oh we'll get big big famous names in but you cannot have Mario without Charles Martinet. I was reading that he signed on before Mario had a voice. He signed on yeah. for a Mario Teaches Typing or something like that. Yeah, it, did. It, it came from a different thing. Plus the fact he didn't know what the voice was going to be until he walked in. And he just basically just walked in and went, Yo, it's a me, Mario. And they went, fantastic, that's <laughs> do, it, done. Do the and worst yeah. Italian accent you can. <laughs> yeah, basically yeah. it was. That's it, and it worked. And now he's got a job for life. He's yeah, well, he does champion. loads of them, doesn't oh, he? Yeah. He does Waluigi, uh, Luigi, Wario, um, ton of other ones, and of course, Parthenax in Skyrim. I didn't kill Parthenax in Skyrim. So Skyrim's another one that wouldn't translate well to film. No, see, see, now, I'd, I, yeah, I would agree that Skyrim, no, leave it, but just an overarching Elder Scrolls film potentially set in another realm or province that hasn't been covered in a game they could probably get away with something set in the universe but not based on one of the games yeah I, I think they could I think they could do Elder Scrolls pretty easily there's enough lore there and enough micro such, stories it'd have to be such a small slice like if they did the whole uh, have both of you kind of finished the main story arc in Skyrim yeah, many times. Oh, are you going to spoil something? I think it's. I mean, it's only been twenty years since the game came out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they re-release it every five years, so I can't be sure that you. Oh, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, the the uh, characters or the the people, I suppose, that went up to the mountain top and enslaved uh, Alduin the first time round, they had a pretty epic run. So they could probably do something about that, and that has that good kind of cheesy. Uh, I'm going to go back to the 80s again. That has that cheesy 80s kind of like uh, group thing to it, like Buckaroo Banzai or, uh, well, I guess all of the general pulp films, uh, going back to things like Man of Bronze or even things like the Mummy film that they did, The Scorpion King, where all of a sudden you had the random archer that saved the mage and the mage then saved the rogue and the rogue then saved the archer and then everyone was best mates you know 
So they could they could mm. certainly do something like that. I, I mm. honestly think that there needs to be a degree of cheese and kind of malfunction on modern cinema qualities for yeah, video if, game if you're doing a video game mu- music yeah. if you're doing a video game movie you cannot take it seriously no exactly because damn the audience will anyway yeah yeah uh another here's, here's one that you can't really make into a movie bomber man <laughs> you know that would be hilarious you know you know did you ever play silent bomber on the ps1 no. <laughs> really? No, I've not played that one. You should. It's very good. They managed to... Essentially, you were just setting remote mines and then detonating them to fight enemies and fight bosses, but they managed to bring the whole placing of mines into a narrative, and that was very, very good. Silent Bomber, really good. And it had that cinematic, you know, loose story. I think it was Konami? I think I got... A... Demo? It might not have been. Uh, I just think with this, you know, age of terrorism that yeah, <laughs> yeah there, are bombs. Certain, there are certain words <laughs> that are not welcome. No, that's yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 Sorry, no, no, no. A, a movie that we didn't mention earlier. I don't know if either of you've seen it, but the the Ratchet and Clank movie. Oh my god! Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. I enjoyed ago, wasn't that it? for what it was, and I think yeah. I enjoyed it more because apparently a lot of it was animated by the people who did the cutscenes in the games, and they had all the voice actors from the games in it. So it was basically just a big long cutscene done by the original <laughs> done by the original people, and I, th- I I think I just appreciated that more. And it was I thought it was quite pretty well done. Uh, it slipped under the radar. I haven't actually seen it, but yeah, yeah I haven't it heard wasn't it. it wasn't a big blockbuster thing. It was literally like I said, it was mostly pretty much done by the, the devs of the, the game. <laughs> It was so, bundled yeah. with one of the games, wasn't it? it yeah, I think so. You hear yeah, the game and the, and the Blu-ray. Which was, yeah, but it was, I thought it was alright. <laughs> Off subject, I just want to bring up something. I just want to put out the idea of a Legend of Zelda MMO. I've been bouncing around that in my head a lot recently, and I think that would be awesome. See, now... My issue with that is is that unlike Skyrim and Elder Scrolls, where you've you've got an MMO now, but you you know that your player character is a a, a a Joe nobody pretty much. You make whatever character you want and go go about your business. Zelda, you are Link. You are the hero you, of time. You can't have but, thousands well, of links. No, but you could play like a Goron or a Zora or a Kakori kid. I think it would be cool. Nah. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's just it. Just, nah. All right. I, I've played. I've played probably a dozen MMOs, and there's a there's a. They're all based around being the hero of the world, right? They're all based around you possibly being the one. Even if you have to team up with other suckers, you possibly being the one that is leading the story forwards, and I can't see how that would work if you weren't you know the one in the green clothes because there was other heroes in breath of the wild they they were all there and they all looked cool and helped you even if they were dead spoilers i uh i've not played that yet so oh no he had the opportunity but yeah no it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely fine i mean i quite like the idea if if in that game there are other heroes about even if they are <clears throat> dead uh i mean you know 
I am I am the grumpy man who says Fable One was the best Fable. You know, so you know I can. Uh, How about a Fable movie? Uh, I'd watch a Fable movie. <laughs> Just don't let any Peter Molyneux near it. Now, please. now, 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 <laughs> now, now, now. He's learnt his lesson. He's not allowed to be a game designer on stage. It's fine. He's <laughs> See, learnt. He has to just be a PR guy on stage. Let him off. Alright. Just this once. A f- yeah. A Fable movie would be interesting because you would have to... Well, I think you'd have to like kind of frame it so you have two characters and showing them kind of progress down the different moralities. You know, one eating a crunchy chick, another one saving somebody. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Chicken taster. That would that would be good actually. That, that's a good idea. Have basically two protagonists, and the film just constantly flips between them, and occasionally they meet and all that kind of stuff. And one becomes the evil villain, and one becomes the the hero of Albion, or or whatever. That'd be, yeah, kind of that'd be cool. It was such an odd. Uh, I mean, the first one, obviously, uh, your sister was kidnapped and dragged away. And so you went off to rescue them, and you could rescue them as the hero or as a villainous, you know, hero in the original Fable universe was just somebody with extreme power, somebody who would go down in history rather than a hero as in saving people. And so, yeah, stuff like that could happen. Your mate who you studied with, was it? I can't remember her name. Her dad was Thunder. Who was this already pre-existing hero in the setting? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so weird that the second one, they were like, yeah, all well, the heroes are dead, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because it was like 500 years later or something, yeah, right? Yeah, and then in the third one, they were like, yeah, all well, the heroes are dead, shut up. And they were like, oh, you're doing magic, <laughs> you're the demon. So it was like, <laughs> so if they had made a fourth one, it would have literally been like, you're breathing. Wow, not allowed, not allowed at all. No, no, See, no. I, I don't I don't recognise Fable Three as a game. I didn't just know. Hey, Fable Three was a half game. They had, didn't finish it. It had some interesting ideas, but it yeah. It felt like it was leading you somewhere and then it didn't. Yeah, it just went right I mean, to be honest, the two the first two thirds of the game were cool. It was just Fable. And then the last third was just like, Oh yeah, make make these choices. Yeah. But and that was all you did. It was just like a choose your own adventure game at that point. You didn't do anything. But the the big twist that led to that third was a very, you know, I suppose, smart manoeuvre. Yeah. In the same way that in Fable 2, they just went, oh, by the way, you're in prison now, and so blah, 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 come back, blah, 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 big choice. So... But Fable 2 had a dog. Which you could, you know, allow to die to save your family, to save the people. Yeah, I... I didn't. I, I resurrected my dog. Yeah. Screw everybody else. Yeah, I just saved Scumdip <laughs> to get the free endings. Although I did play through it again later, but yeah. Right, well, see, that, that has been one interesting podcast, and it's gone on a fair bit longer than usual, so I hope you've uh, stuck with us and enjoyed, uh, enjoyed the podcast this week. So, from me and Dan and George, we will see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.